and welcome back to the EPB broadcast. This is serial number nine. Um, we are back in the house again on this uh, this nice football football day. We had some some good results and some bad results. We're not gonna get into the bad results, but um, I'm, I'm Joel Jackson. You can catch me at Boomer four five six eight on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and we are, I guess, back in, in regular mode somewhat. Uh, I am back in Houston. Um, wish I was back in Memphis getting some barbecue right now, but it is what it is. And we have our the other three parts of the, well, not triumvirate, whatever four it is, but the quadruple, quadruplets. <laughs> yeah, that's what we are. So, uh, so guys, how y'all doing today? We good. We good, man. Uh, Ted, what you what, what what's the score on, on your uh, your Eagles right now? Man, it's a uh, zero zero, but uh, this secondary looking kind of suspect again. I see your boy Byron Maxwell out here. I'm I'm still pissed off about how he got burned last week by Julio Jones and blew the season. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to keep myself calm during the recording. We might have to hit the mute button a couple of times. I might have to get some shits out and, and break some bottles, but um. It's a good weekend, man. Cooper Young Festival here this weekend in Memphis. Got to go out and kick it yesterday. The weather was amazing. I was telling Bridget I lost my keys at the Cooper Young Festival. Imagine this shit, nigga. Like two million niggas in one spot. You lose your <laughs> and you lose your keys. Now where do you look? But uh, I ended up, man, having to go back down there after it closed, and I had to go to every spot that I stopped at. And the last one I went to was where my keys were. Woo! Talk about a nigga that was sick. <laughs> But we got we got our keys. We got the Eagles on the screen. Let's go to the uh, Coupion. He said, "What? Anybody else go to Coupion?" I did. Um, I, I this is Bridget. If y'all didn't know my voice by now, but <laughs> but yeah, I went to the uh, Coupion Fest, and uh, I just underestimated how hot it is. I forgot this is September, so Memphis is like in between. It could be eighty one day and then ninety two the next. Cause it's nice and cool right now today, but yesterday it was kind of warm. And uh, I had a tank top on and some jeans, and that was a mistake because I was burning the hell up. But um, it's all good, it was cool. That was my first time going, me and my son and my brother and his girlfriend went. And uh, next time I go, I probably won't bring my son because he ain't falling down walking. So, <laughs> but yeah. Um, it was cool. I enjoyed myself. I got on the t-shirt that I bought from Coupillon Fist and got a couple of burrows, knocked them jumps back and good time. It was a good time. I had fun. So Nisha. Go to the Coupillon Fist. Okay. I did not I stayed my ass at home. <laughs> no, I think we uh we just chilled. Saturday was like a chill day. My last couple of weekends, my last month has been just like hectic with work and um just home and school or grad school grad, grad school sucks. Mm-hmm. I am forever on that platform until I graduate, then I might talk about how awesome it is. I might. But it's just been very chaotic. So yesterday I had nothing to do. So Ted and Phil out over here. <laughs> we gonna have to put it on Cartoon Network for Ted because I don't think he gonna make it. Yeah, this mute function ain't working. <laughs> We're gonna have to console him. <laughs> but I would, I'd be that way too if, if, if I was watching the Cowboys attempt to do good. <laughs> yeah, I'd be sick too. 
Because they don't deserve shit. I'm sorry. If there are any Cowboy fans listening, y'all team ain't shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm not sorry. I'm really sorry. Not sorry. sorry, not sorry. So um, that's a bit about it for me as far as that. But I do want to uh, touch on something that I've um, been reading or following. I have a cousin that goes to Bethune-Cookman in Daytona. And they recently had an incident where two students, uh, ages 19 and 21, were shot by their roommate. He was 26. It was a domestic issue. And uh, when they did find him and arrest him, he hung himself in his jail cell. So it's just like a sad situation all around. So prayers to the students at Bethune-Cookman. That was just, it was just tragic. And to be so young, like I think I read about one of the young ladies, she was there on a gospel scholarship gospel mm-hmm. choir scholarship so wow. it, it's just it's hard it's, it's just and they're both from michigan and you know their families are trying to just try and find some sort of situation you know trying to find some sort of understanding in the midst of they're trying to get their bodies back home it's just wow. it's just a, it's a, a real lot. difficult situation so were the two girls from detroit i don't know if they were from detroit oh. I, I was reading something about, I don't know. But they were both from Michigan and- um, It was Detroit, I read I read that art. Yeah, it's very sad, so. But just prayers to them, prayers to the students down there, because you know, it was a tragic loss, so. Mm-hmm. Definitely prayers for that, so. Yeah, especially, uh, you know, those of us who went to a black college, you know, when, when one hits one black college, you know, we all kind of uh, kind of band together, so. Uh, unless your band sucks, then you know you just on your own. But damn, uh, I'm just I'm just saying. You know, uh, I feel like there was a JSU jab. Yeah, we ain't gonna talk about the Southern Heritage Classic. We didn't touch on that last week, but I mean, I was kind of be to be expected that you know TSU wins the battle on the field and off the field. But um, anyway, so speaking of. Uh, Speaking of, of doing good things, our word of the week this week uh, to catch you guys up. We've got we've already established uh, Maine, Junt, Babbage, uh, Slaw was our very first, even though it wasn't exactly our word of the week, but we kind of said Slaw on the first step, um, the first uh, our very first broadcast. But this week it is the word Phi. Now Phi can be spelled one of three ways that I'm aware of. It could either be F-I-E, it could be F-I, or it could be F-Y-E. Um, Nisha, what, uh, give, go ahead and uh, read the, the, I guess, the Urban Dictionary uh, for Phi. Uh, the Urban Dictionary describes Phi as something that is cool, awesome, tight, fire, fly, great, hot, crunk, dope. I like the fact that they say Phi, is what five means. Like five, <laughs> five, same thing. That's what it is. It's five. So fresh, clean. So anything that is a positive, like ooh wee, that shit five. Like it's just awesome. It's on a whole nother level. So that is what it means. Which was surprising because this is a five is not like a necessarily a made up word because the initial, the original definition of it was something that was disgusting and mm. it's tasteful so it's amazing how you can take a word that in old english was disgusting and distasteful wow. and we make it to where the relevance of it is something that's cool something that's hot something that's awesome something that's fat that's fat that's fat yeah that's that's 
you can also use fire as in, you know, as in hitting somebody or, fire or uh, yeah, I'm gonna fire your ass up or, you know, like, uh, like, like, I guess what we call it checking, but, you know, playing the dozens or talking about, you know, you, nope. you use it for that definition too, so. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the game too. <laughs> Look, we gonna, hey, I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> Yes, the call stands. That means it was not a touchdown. These niggas, these cowboys are cheating. They cheaters. You, cheat you're not even a Cowboys fan. I'm not a Cowboys you're fan. You're not an Eagles fan either. I'm not, but I don't want the Cowboys to win. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even talk right now. Let's just go. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we're going to uh, chase the TV over there, and then we're going to go to a break. So we'll be right back. We got to. I just want to share my life with you. Oh, oh. See, I don't want to make this love uncomfortable. But it's you that I want. I had to let you know that. Think it over. Don't you want to be more different? Before I finish what I say It seems the love you give I find I need it every day Cause you love me as I am And the truth is I'm human It ain't easy Loving me Oh no Is it real for you? Do you feel it too? Do you want me as much as I want you? I'm so in love with you. I want you. Okay, and now we're back with the barbecue pit um, segment. Um, we had to take a little break because these niggas is really excited about this damn cowboy game. We, it, the football season gonna be stressful. I already can tell. You. But anyway, um, we're gonna talk about um, Ahmed Muhammad. He's the 14-year-old um, kid that brought a clock to school, but it was mistaken for a bomb. So he was, was he arrested? Yes. Or was he just he was arrested. Okay, he was arrested um, and detained for a couple of hours um, because the the teacher. Okay, let me start off with the what happened was he brought his little invention to school and he brought it to a engineering teacher. I guess, and the teacher saw it and was like, you know, put it up, put it in your backpack. And um, he went to his English class and the device or the clock went off. And the teacher asked him to bring it to the front of, you know, show it to the teacher or whatever. And the, uh, the teacher thought it was a bomb. So they called the principal, they called the cops and the kid was detained, arrested. Um, he was also questioned with his parents not being there. Um, and that was some bullshit. But ever since then, Ahmed has been on a winning streak. My nigga done got invited to MIT. He done got invited to the White House. 
Facebook has, you know, congratulated him and would said they would love for him to come and stop by. Facebook, Twitter has congratulated him. Um, I also read that Microsoft gave him a whole lot of like computer stuff. Hooked his ass. He hooked him up. up. So he's been on a winning streak. Um, but let's just get a roundtable about what everyone's thoughts have been about this situation this week. So I start with you, Joe. Go ahead. Well, um, that's a couple of uh, things. One, white privilege. <laughs> I swear. If these, if these teachers and and the police and all that were just, you know, really, really concerned, and I know that it's come out that they, you know, that uh, they really weren't concerned that it was a bomb, but if they were really concerned that it was a bomb, and I'm other, and I'm a, I'm a parent, so if 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 it's the case. And it was my child in school, and they were concerned that it may potentially be a bomb. Why didn't they evacuate the school? Boom! Exactly. Um, that's that's one thing. Um, you know, so, well, huh? Are y'all watching football still? No! I'm agreeing with you. I ain't oh, watching football. Well, that's what, okay, so, all right. So, back to, back to Ahmed. So, um, I do like the fact that, um, like, MIT, they were saying that, um, you know, that, um, I guess like they have a uh, a counselor or an advisor or somebody for him, and they're saying that uh, that basically he has to his math scores are good, but if he wants to get like in the MIT and really do well, he needs to bring his his math grades up a little bit. But they're saying that he doesn't have far to go, so I think that's I think it's cool that there have been so many people to rally around him and, and rally around the family. Cause it is kind of it, it ain't no kind of it's fucked up you know i mean the kid he's a muslim kid you know brown skin and the simple fact is is that if if him and his family were such a threat i'm pretty sure knowing our government they probably have been on a watch list anyway at one point in time mm. so i don't understand why why they had to harass this kid for basically for for you know for for uh you know, for, for basically have, using his imagination and trying to, you know, trying to impress his teachers. When you talk to some of the other uh, students, especially, they had a, there was one picture floating around last year where he was like on the, I think it was a robotics team or it was, he was like on, on some kind of uh, engineering uh, club and when he was in middle school. And like all the, you know, like some of the students were saying how good of a, of a student he was and um, you know how how he they really enjoyed working with him and how smart he was, and you know this, I mean this could have been potentially you know thank God it it hasn't been or at least so far it has been but potentially this could have been a situation where it could have really just you know put a shock to his self esteem he could have been like you know fuck this I'm not I'm not building shit else mm-hmm. you know so um, so I'm really glad that you know that that some people have have sense course we have the trolls on twitter and i'm sure somebody's going to talk about uh richard dawkins ass in a little bit but um you know i'm I'm just glad that at least so far it's coming out to be a happy ending but those folks are so fucked up up there uh in in the dallas fort worth area anyway and you know whatever so um so what what y'all got um ted what you got um my thoughts are pretty simple as well, man. I mean, you got you got a man who brings brings his clock to school, and 
a teacher mistakes it for a bomb. Um, he's taken to the principal's office. He's questioned, and his his things are searched by the police without his parents being uh, contacted. He's he asked multiple times, multiple times, could he contact his parents, and was denied that privilege. And it was interesting. I saw a uh, police uh, chief Larry Boyd on CNN, and he spent the entire interview just playing ignorant, like. The, rep- the reporter asked him, well, why didn't you allow a man to contact his parents? Well, I, was, I wasn't aware that he ever asked to contact his parents. And so, you know, the reporter, asked, you know, she, she gets upset. She's like, he's 14 years old. Why wouldn't you contact his parents? Before you do anything, why would you contact his parents? And he continues to play dumb. I didn't know his things were searched. Like, it's just sad, man. And uh, just like you said, if it was really a bomb, at what point were you going to evacuate the school? Like, I don't know about you. But if a nigga bring a bum around me, I'm about to be like Carl Lewis. I'm not, I'm not waiting on nobody. I'm at the door. No, you know. But instead, they they take the bomb to the office along with Amir, and they sit and talk about it. Right. Um, but uh, it was also interesting that shortly after his arrest, you know, uh, police chief Larry Boyd he admitted that they realized very soon after uh, he was taken into custody that it wasn't a bomb. So then the question becomes, why even arrest him? And then they try to throw in, uh, well, we had to arrest him because it was a bomb hoax or a bomb threat. But he never said it was a bomb. When he was asked multiple times, what is it? He said, a clock. So, again, why are you arresting this kid? Yeah, and then, uh, not to jump in, but when they asked him, well, what is a clock for? Like, fucker, it's a clock. Like, what, <laughs> what you think? Like, it's a, it, he t- tell time, like, shit, you ain't finna, you know, cook some pancakes with it. It's a fucking clock. <laughs> right. I mean, that was just stupid. Sorry to interrupt. Are you good? But my, my other issue is, if his name was Bobby Miller, would, mm. would, he, would, would we be having this discussion right now? Or would he be the, the next uh, person on the cover of a popular, popular science magazine? Mm. You know, it, it, it's less about him and the clock and what the clock resembled and more about his, his religion and race. Yep. If, if there was a Christian white boy there would be no discussion about that clock being a bomb or resembling a bomb. Everybody would have praised his intelligence and his ingenuity and patted him on the back. He'd be on the cover of every science magazine around the country. Um, and again, I mentioned this mentioned this earlier. I think I can't remember what we're talking about in one of the earlier podcasts, but I think we all have some degree of prejudice. But when it comes to kids, you got to make sure your prejudice is off. You, kids are off limits. Um, it's cool to have prejudice. I mean, that's your that's your that's your personal business, but keep them to yourself, especially if your prejudice can hurt a child. And just like you said, with this whole incident, he could have been scarred for life. He could have been like, man, fuck this shit. I'm not making another clock. I'm not building another thing. Or even even scarier than that, he could have been like, oh, you want me to make a bomb? I'm gonna go fucking make a bomb and then bring it to school. You know, and, and it's it's stuff like this that drives people to go mad. Um, I just hate the fact that, you know, because he's Muslim, he's being targeted, which is really, really sad. Uh, before My last point, but think about this. All right. <laughs> if we treat every Muslim like this, why don't we treat Christians like this? And I'll give a good example. Every Sunday we go to church. Uh, most of us take communion if you're a Christian. Would I be wrong for every time a white man handed me a cup of juice 
to be like, hell no, I ain't taking this. It might be laced with cyanide. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a legitimate argument. If we feel like this about every Muslim, then why 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 aren't we afraid of white men as Christians? Because white men have been that they were the original terrorists. You got folks like Jim Jones poisoning over 900 people with Kool-Aid laced with cyanide. Did this stop anybody from, you know, uh, worshiping as Christians, or did it stop uh, us from allowing white men to offer juice to people as a form of communion? So uh, it's this double standard, this whole religious, you know, double standard. I can't stand it. It makes me mad. It's sad, but like you said, Ahmed's winning. He uh, got a nice little package in the mail today from, uh, or earlier t- yesterday from Microsoft. I think he had like, a, it said uh, he came, came with a Microsoft uh, Surface Pro 3, Microsoft Band, a 3D printer, uh, an Office 365 subscription, and a ton of others, just small shit. But he's winning right now. I don't think he really cares, but I still think that this whole thing deserves some discussion because it's going to continue to go on until something happens. Yeah. Bridget, what you got? Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, I've got it. You interested. Nisha, what you got? <laughs> How they come? We look alike. That's exactly what We look alike. Um, you know, you guys brought up all the great points, all the points that um, I thought about. But I remember when this situation was coming out, I'm the parent of a 14-year-old who's new in high school. And so I was just bringing it to his attention. And he was like, wow, that's really sad that in 2015, the degree of Islamic phobia that we have as a society is just out of sorts. And he's like, it's weird because they were talking about September 11th in school and the kids and their rationale is how society is structured now. He just, it for him, he finds it hard to believe. And I'm like, well, this is the world you're coming into and you need to believe it. And it was just, it, 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 I felt like I took a little bit of the innocence that he still had <laughs> in discussing with him. But it's just those conversations that you have to have. And I'm sure that Ahmed's parents, and they're Sudanese American, and I'm sure that they've had similar conversations, but not to that degree. Like you try and tell your children, like be cautious, be careful, be mindful. But it's like all these cautionary tales that we're telling our children, don't do this, don't say this, don't wear this, don't do this, don't walk down the street, don't have Skittles, don't have the Arizona tea. Make sure your hoodie is off. Make sure you don't even wear a hoodie. Make sure that you say yes, sir, no, sir. Make sure that your pants are up. Make sure that you have your phone on. If a cop approaches you, you know, like you have, you have this list of things that you have to tell your child and as a parent of a 14 year old black son it's like each year i become increasingly afraid increasingly afraid like i don't know like i can do only so much and i can shelter him only so much in this house like he wants to go to school in seattle i'm like oh she can go all the way there you know (laughs) but it's just it's 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 ridiculous and you know even though Ahmed is winning this week it should not have even been a thought like the teacher saying that they didn't feel threatened but now we're going to deem this as a hoax so what you're trying to do is validate your fuck up mm-hmm. see this is what happens when 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 adults don't have accountability for their shit white people don't want to apologize for nothing I'm, that's just how I feel like, like last night Oh shit. Me and uh, my husband and my son, we went to Target and 
they have those automatic scanners, like mm-hmm. you scan your own stuff. So it was a white girl, she was on the phone and she was loud. Like I heard her conversation about Jenny and going out of town and why Jenny was stressed. And shit, I don't know if Jenny was on the other line, but if you use someone's name in the third person, I'm assuming that she wasn't talking to Jenny. <laughs> but this bitch had a standing mirror and she was trying to scan it. A trying standing. to scan, a standing, mm-hmm. like one of them style tall mirrors, door mirror, tried to scan it. And she couldn't figure it out. I was like, well, you got to use this. So she told the person on the other end, well, I figured it out. Bitch, no, you didn't. I had to come over here and tell you <laughs> how to do this. <laughs> No, I mean, and not that it mattered, but that's a white person's thought, or that's how people who are oblivious to the fact that's their thought. Oh, I did that myself. No, bitch, you had help. <laughs> you know, like, and in taking that to the school, like, you made a mistake. Like, the school has not come out. They said, Ahmed is welcome back. He did the deuces. That's I applaud that. Y'all. Basically, that's what he said. <laughs> like, no, that's okay. I can take my talents elsewhere. Exactly. I don't have to deal with y'all, but that's like, like, you know, you majorly fucked up. They fucked up. The police know they fucked up because there's no way that there's a protocol where you will interrogate a 14 year old without their parents present. Like, I just, I, I failed to see where that is law, where that is a proper protocol, but we know Texas is not all legit with their proper protocol. So we not even go go there. We'll leave it right there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we just gonna leave that right there. But what's funny is the mayor of that town of uh, Irvin, Texas, which Irvin is right outside of Dallas, is actually used to the city where the the old Cowboys uh, stadium used to be, Texas Stadium. Um, but the mayor there has made um, uh, anti-Muslim comments before in the past, mm-hmm. um, and you know she she's a blonde lady, um, you know, real conservative and. You know all that good stuff so it's just kind of ironic that it would happen i'm not saying it's ironic but i'm not surprised that it that it happened there um you know the one thing that i do hope though um like if, if they if those parents want to sue i'd sue the fuck out of those schools but i just hope that well and good but i just hope that uh i hope that that he can be put in a position where the family's not exploiting him you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't want him to I mean he, he's still a 14 year old kid you know like he still got you know that, that awkward 14 year old phase and mm-hmm. you know still got prom coming up and, and 16 year olds and you know uh, he still got he still got years of phone boning left in him so I hope that his family allows him to just be a kid you know what I mean yeah, really though did you just say phone boning yeah I did you know record the quiet storm and yeah, right. back in the day, we, we had, had Jack, 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 Jackson Brown on, on Jackson Brown on one on one. You know, it's like no, look, Joe, look, he got little SWV in the background. You know, look, Joe, he got one hand on the phone, other hand on the sheets. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like that, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I have some. No, no, we just talked about accountability. Goddamn it! Yeah, that's. But I just hope I hope that his family is you know like. I, I don't want to see a Lifetime movie produced by Wendy Williams in a year. That's all I'm saying. Oh. I think you're going to see one of those anyway, yeah. I, I think. But I know that his his dad, I read an article from, he's in OK Africa about his odd 
background, his bizarre, they call it a bizarre background, but his dad ran for president mm-hmm. of, you know. Wow. So is it Syria? Mm-hmm. Not Syria. Sudan. Yeah, Sudan. Sudan, thank you. But um, he's run for president a couple of times in Sudan and you know, they had, I guess they have dual citizenship, I would assume. So, yeah, so you know, I don't think, I, I don't think it's a, a space where, but I just think that the, the spin for this is going to be people trying to exploit everyone's background. So, mm-hmm. like I said, that to me, even though it was supposed to be a harmless article, I think it's just opening up the doors to other things to come about. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't think, I, I, I honestly don't think that the it's going to be so much the family as an issue as it's going to be with media in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I think, so. piggybacking on what Anisha said, though, about, um, about other people's inability to um, I guess kind of recognize their privilege. Um, it's just funny to me when I read the article about them welcoming Ahmed uh, I mean, back. That's the funniest shit ever. Like when you <laughs> when, when, look when you have a nigga no. arrested and removed from your house or your facility or wherever you are, you, you don't welcome him back. <laughs> you allow him back. Right. And that's all that was. You were they were allowing him back. Now, if anybody was trying to take advantage of the media storm or the hype, it was uh, that school. Because Nick Arthur, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was them. So we want to welcome him back. Get the fuck out of here. Right. right. You, you want you want to, you want y'all want to get the heat off your back. Right. Like, not, y'all look like complete assholes, but come on. That's like one of them. That's one of them fake ass apologies. Like, <laughs> 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 Did they even, they have an apology. Nope. Nope. They don't mm-hmm. see anything wrong. Mm-hmm. But any final thoughts before we? Sure. I had one more final thought. Yay. Um, I watched Bill Maher um, this weekend and his ass. Okay. So let me read a little bit about what he said. We running over on time. No, well, you got a few minutes. Okay, so um, this is what he said on his show. Look, this kid deserves an apology, no doubt about it. They were wrong, but can we little just have a little perspective on this? Did the the teacher really do anything wrong? Really, my nigga? Yes, they did something wrong. Okay, continuing with the article, because for the last thirty years, it's been one culture that has been blowing up shit over and over again. Mara responded. What if it had been a bomb, Mar asked. So the teacher is supposed to see something that looks like a bomb and go, oh, wait, this might have been my white privilege talking. Nigga, wow. it was not a bomb, my nigga. Are you fucking serious? I cannot. I was so mad when I saw that. I was like, this is why I no longer watch this show. Like, it was not a bomb. It was not a bomb. Why are we throwing semantics in this? And it was a 14-year-old kid. They were wrong, period. The teacher was wrong. The principal was wrong. The cops were wrong. Adults were wrong in this bullshit. Do not try to justify this shit. It was not a bomb. It was a fucking clock. It's the thing that tells time. It was not a fucking bomb. End of discussion. They were wrong. Why are we trying to justify this bullshit? That's... that, that just pissed me off. I was just, it took me to a whole nother level because I was actually happy for him because he's been winning. I mean, people have, Twitter has congratulated him. I mean, he's been getting a whole lot of support from big name people, including President Obama. 
But when I saw that by Bill Maher, I was like, you just a hating ass nigga. You just had to bring this shit up. It was not a bomb, my nigga. Hey, Bridget, let me ask you this. Okay, so take 9-11 out of the equation. Right. The the past couple of bombings that that have been here in the U.S., whether it's Oklahoma City or the the Unabomber or whatever, what what race were they? Uh, Caucasian persuasion, far as I know. They and, were, and what and what was their religion? Christian. Okay, I'm just asking. So oh. I, I just needed that clarification. So for the right, cheap seats at the Mid South Coliseum. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up in the up in the nosebleed. Just save the roundhouse looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> up there looking at Larry Finch uh, retired jersey. <laughs> Look, and, and that's a good point too because even with the uh, the Oklahoma City bombing, they tried to pin that on uh, on Muslims. Mm. They tried to pin they tried to pin that shit on Muslims. Then until they found out it was a white man, so I mean it's, it's like like we said earlier, shit white will never privilege. change and white privilege. The shit will mm. never change. They'll find a way to point the finger at somebody else who who doesn't look like them, right? So anyway, kudos to Ahmed Muhammad. Um, I'm looking forward to when they show the video of him at the White House. Is this supposed to happen sometime soon? Like, I don't know, but I hope so. I can't wait. I hope they periscope the shit. Periscope, YouTube, throw up a Vine video for these hating assholes. I ain't even get to the other cat that was talking shit this morning. What's his name? I forgot, y'all. Richard Dawkins. Yeah, talking about what I meant, what did was a conspiracy. Like he meant to get arrested. Shut your dumb ass up, too. Right. Shut up. That's he, he been a bitch for a minute anyway. So what's his- I, I just want I mean, you know what I want I want I meant to invent a, a, a apple cord that don't shred in like two uh, two weeks. That's what I want him to invent. Because <laughs> them apple power cords don't last worth a shit. <laughs> like please. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, like I said, kudos to Ahmed Muhammad and his parents. They pulling them up out their school. Good for them. Um, and I hope to hear good things from him in the future. So, all right. And we'll be back with the next segment, which is, what is it? Dumbass and dumbass. <laughs> what well, I missed the pride segment. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Serial number nine of EPB broadcast, and we're gonna jump into our Mr. Pride car wash. Um, we got a hodgepodge of things we're gonna discuss. So the first thing, I gotta get my mind together. <laughs> this girl threw her hair like. <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> you know how just when you see shit or when you hear shit, you just be like, what? 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 That's I think that's I think that would this is like an appropriate bitch what moment. <laughs> um this week Tom Brady threw his endorsement behind Donald Jackass Trump mm. and the media thought this was worth noting and 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 no I I don't I think it's just cheaters go cheat and (laughs) (laughs) dumbasses go dumbass (laughs) I just I don't know I'm not you know it was it was all fun and games with Donald Trump at first but this thing this pickup his his continued ignorance of the uh the, the the issues and just his ignorance on just general. I also would like to throw in that the Republican, of course, this was we had the second Republican debate earlier this week. Four percent fact check accurate. All them bitches on that stage at all eleven. Four percent of the information was correct. Four no percent of the information was accurate. So you got ninety six percent of this shit being lies made up. Sorry for that. who made up uh, stories conjured up by shit. Yeah, the writers of Twilight. I mean, (laughs) just dumb (laughs) shit. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just, I'm I'm, I'm so over the ignorance. And then Tom Brady throwing his hat behind, or throwing his endorsement behind Donald Trump just further clarifies for me that Donald Trump ain't shit because to me Tom Brady is cute but he ain't shit either. So man, fuck man. He ain't that damn so thoughts on that because that's how I will take five minutes because fuck <laughs> Donald Trump. No, let me get his name right. Donald LaShawn <laughs> Nathaniel Nathaniel Trump. Trump. Fuck that nigga. It's like Stephen Anita Hill. <laughs> <laughs> And fuck Tom Brady. Them two, I can't stand Tom Brady as I'm so mad that he's got to continue to play. He didn't even get suspended them four games. Whatever. I don't like that nigga. Fuck both of them, man. I just, it just, it's it's perfect to me. It just makes a whole lot of sense. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all I got to say about it. I mean, <laughs> fuck the both of them. <laughs> God damn. This is just a clusterfuck of activities, I dog. Want you, I want you to know that was the best word you ever came <laughs> I use this shit all week. A clusterfuckery. Clusterfuckery. Yeah. Just some shit, man. Yeah, this is all the way messed up. Uh, you would think Tom Brady coming off a scandal would be smart enough to to stick a, stay away and steer clear of bullshit like this. But, um, yeah, apparently he isn't. So he goes out and endorses your boy Donald Trump, which isn't very smart. But let's be honest, right now I'm pretty sure Tom Brady don't give a fuck about anything. I mean, so many people have. I guess he feels like so many people have hated on him during this time. The Flake Gate has been going on. He's just like fuck everybody. I thought it was a uh, pretty comical. The first game of the season, they came at the T Pains. All I do was win. Ugh. That 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 was hilarious. But uh, I thought it was also worth mentioning that uh. When Donald Trump decided to thank Tom Brady for the endorsement, he sent out a tweet, and in the tweet he also mentioned that supporters uh, Bobby Knight and Mike Ditka. 
Uh, uh, I, I, we all know uh, Bobby Knight's sketchy past with minorities. <laughs> and uh, the whole incident last year with Mike Dicker's comments uh, regarding the Rams players who uh, came out with the shirts that said, hands up, don't shoot. His comment about those guys. So, I mean, he got some sketchy people supporting him. That doesn't say a whole lot of good, good about uh, Donald Trump. But like you said, it's a clusterfuck. Cluster fucker. Well, and to be fair to Bobby Knight, though, he's an equal opportunity asshole because when he was choking the shit out of Neil Reed, Neil Reed is white, <laughs> white as mayo. So, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much like this whole thing, like, you know, for, for, for the few white people that are actually listening to us, because I'm sure some of them, li- you know, listen in and thinking that it's going to be some Elvis Presley music going on or something like that. <laughs> if y'all are ever confused about what white privilege is take a screen cap of tom brady sitting in front of his locker with that make america great again hat on in his in the background and then do another screenshot of donald trump on the stage the very next night and talking about tom brady endorsing me like that's white that's like not the whitest of white privilege i mean that'll be like david letterman and jerry seinfeld talking about the good old days but this is like white privilege. Like this, this is not quite the final level, but it's like it's up there. Like Donald Trump ain't got the glow yet, but he he getting close. So he got that. He got the, the next to last dragon, but he ain't he ain't got it yet. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, he got the he right now. He's on the next to last dragon on white privilege. So um, you know, and, and Ben Carson ain't that far behind him. Oh well, I saw in a poll this morning. What's the the chick name for for real? Carla Fiorina. Yeah, she she's leading him by one percent in one poll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know that's just that's for now. So I mean, hell, you know, it's I mean she 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 ran she ran Hewlett Packard into the ground, like she ran Lucent into she left Lucent, and then as soon as she left Lucent, it went bankrupt down there. And then she she laid off thirty thousand folks at, at HP because they they bought Compact and that was a clusterfuck clusterfuckery. She lost in the landslide when she ran for Senate in California. I mean it wasn't even close. She didn't even get the like she she lost to Barbara Boxer Boxer and she only got like thirty percent of the women vote. So and now she want to be president like she's a loser. Damn. The only thing she did, the only thing she went in this vials because she went when she got fired from HP. She walked away with sixty-five million dollars. When, when like she that. left loose, and she she left loose, and then she got another forty million dollar payday from that. So she is. You you said that, now that's white. That's white privilege too. Well, how you go? How you gonna get fired and then walk away with sixty-five million dollars? Damn, you sound upset, bro. I know. I'm just saying, like that, that shit, yeah, like this shit pisses <laughs> that shit pisses me off because like she like she's supposed to be a front runner now. What, because she stood up for Donald Trump? Look at her record. Like that's what I mean, shit. I I'd rather between them, I'd rather have Trump because at least he at least he, you know, making money. Damn. Mm. I, I mean, at the very least. Her, she just I don't know, she just she well, just like she 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 she's the bitch that gets mad at Starbucks because they out of uh they out of half cab macchiato. Like that's Carly Fiorina in a nutshell. Ooh, all right. That was harsh. I mean, she like, and then she wanted to go speak to the manager. <laughs> like that's Carly Fiorina. So if you ever like, if you're in Starbucks and and the woman gets upset because they out of like 
the 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 Himalayan cream or whatever. That's Carla Fiorina. She walked in with you know with with some capri pants on and some flip flops and or some yoga pants and some flip flops and uh, and and some uh, Beats headphones, listening to Sarah McLaughlin. Wow, yeah, that's Carla Fiorina in a nutshell. I did with we know Joe starts going through. <laughs> uh, well, you we need to want to know more. I, I think I think we beat that horse to uh, to death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he said yoga pants and Uggs, but hey, not to take away. Not to take away. But you know she gonna have that pumpkin spice going on. It's still hot, right? I saw I saw a tweet today from one of my partners. He was like. Pumpkin-splaced? this week. It was for Funny and Die. Right, for Funny and Die. And the video was called The Walk of No Shame. And it was basically her take on, I guess, women celebrating their bodies and sexuality and, and their love for sex um, and how they should be ashamed of what they do. Um, the video had some interesting thoughts, in my opinion. Um, I, I guess I'll go last, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure after everybody else goes, they will have said everything that I want to say. But the highlight for me, let me just get my highlight out. The highlight of the, of the video for me was when the guy uh, leans out of the white van and says, hey, Amber, you're an inspiration to my daughter. I was like, hell no. Yeah. Hell no. An inspiration to your daughter. Damn, you uh, proud to be raised in the hole, Oh. Damn. Oh well, okay. So I'm I'm gonna kick this one out first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Before you start, Nisha, I'm gonna yield my time to y'all because I kind of went a little overboard on that. I, I really don't have any thoughts on Amber Rose right now. So we need the male's perspective, brother. Nah, you got you got the male perspective. I'm, I'm good. So I'm I'm just I'm gonna, I'm gonna just watch her twerk videos while y'all take care of that. So. All right. So. Amber Rose decided earlier this year that she was going to host a slut walk in uh, LA County. I think it's in October. Mm -hmm. And so um, the, the purpose of it is to celebrate a woman's right to say no. And her body is her body. Her body is her business. And that does not matter if she is scantily clad, if she is butt ass naked, if she is freeing the nipple, no means no. So, of course, this is mixed. This has been, you know, there's mixed reviews, um, especially from feminists, because this is supposed to be a quote unquote feminism movement, or this is her take on feminism, especially black feminism. And no, no one asked her for her commentary. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's it's, 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 it's like last room. It's like it's like when, it's like when you're it's like when your twelve year old makes you a macaroni necklace for Christmas. It's like, bruh, you twelve. Like that shit would have been cute if you was five. You ain't even glued a macaroni right. Like it's just shit. You would be like, no, that's. 
you, but no. Like, I mean, the ideology of a woman being able to say, this is my body, doesn't matter what I wear, you know, no is no, but I'm sorry, that's not the planet we stay on. Mm. That's not even the world we live in. That's just, it's, it's, it does not work that way, unfortunately. And women are always, you know, it, it it just it doesn't work it, it doesn't work and the funnier die uh, was supposed to be the satire on that point that women should be able to you know wake up the morning after and not be ashamed of the fact that you know they hit them skins the night before so you know it's a um, it, it it's like a it's like a real miss for me and it I think if it was done differently, it would have been better. But yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. No, nah, nah. it's like my twelve. It's like a twelve-year-old doing a macaroni necklace, <laughs> and you're trying to do a macaroni necklace on a very controversial topic such as women's rights, uh, harassment, the UOK cis. Like there are already movements in place that are trying to combat you know, a woman's sexuality or your freedom of expression and, and, and Amber's Amber slut walk is, 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 is no. Just no. So basically what you're saying, she done made a macaroni necklace, but the real women's movement is like our meds clock. Is that what you're trying yes. to say? Something like that. <laughs> yes! Yes! Somebody somebody that hate me keep saying yes. Yes! yes! <laughs> That's exactly Bridget, goddamn it, boo. Yes, I that's exactly thinking, what it is. I be thinking with my hotel mind. It, your hotel <laughs> mind. Hotel mind. Hotel mind. Hotel mind. <laughs> oh, they gonna tip. They gonna tip like a bug. Okay, right, will you finish? I'm okay. Okay. So I had to do a little research because um, just the name of the the name of the walk just really bothers me. I mean, slut walk. It it irks my soul. But um, when I went to her website where you can sign up or whatever, um, you know, she had <clears throat> information about you know what the walk was supposed to be about and basically what i got from it is um you know women can be raped wearing anything it doesn't matter what they're wearing um so it was basically like she was talking about or the walk is supposed to re represent rape culture and all of what anisha said um and what ted said so i mean i respect that um but unfortunately I mean, not the right thing. The right thing, correct. You can be sexually assaulted in whatever the fuck that you got on. It does not matter. But it's a slippery slope for me. Um, I, I just, I, I respect that she's trying to do something different. Um, I, I respect that she's trying to hold the walk so people won't look at her or look at women at a certain type of way. I respect it. That's cool. I, I guess, girl. I mean, do your damn thug dizzle. I ain't got no 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 qualms against it. But in the reality, if your ass is dressed in some scantily clad shit, 
you got you running the risk of somebody gonna say something to you about you being a hoe. It's just real. I mean, that's for real, straight up. Like that that's what's gonna happen. And that's for both men and women. They're gonna have something to say. And you gotta defend it. So I mean, like I said, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Um I I saw the video, I kind of chuckled a little bit. Um <laughs> but, I just think the way she's going about it is is wrong. It's it's a different type of conversation that needs to happen. And yeah. I think they're just saying, I can dress the way I want to, and I can sleep with however many people I want to, but it's not necessarily constitute me as a slut. No, it might not. Um, not but, for you, yes. but somebody else may think so. Ooh, and yeah. you're gonna have to defend it. I mean, let's let's truth be told, we all think Amber Rose is slut. So oh. we not. But um, bum bum We ain't on Kanye level of thinking <laughs> about you like that. It's like we, I don't think that you need, you know, that you ain't clean and I don't think all that. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, and it's real. I mean, because she has a past where she was a stripper, um, but uh, they probably calling her a hoe to this day. But yeah. like I said, she's gonna forever have to defend yeah. it. Yeah. But but at the, at the end of the day, man, the important thing is even as a woman if you sleep around it's never cool to be proud of it and go and flaunt it like do your thing but keep it your thing mm. like your business is your business but when you start you know i guess when, when you're just proud of them, like yeah i did i did no that, that's 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 not what you that's not what you want <laughs> you know i mean it, it it's way it wastes uh, I have way more respect for a woman that does her thing and keeps it her business and keeps it moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, and and I agree. There's always been this double standard for men and women when it comes to sex. Like you know, women have to have like you know a very small amount, a very small number of partners, and men can basically do whatever the fuck they want to and end up marrying who they want to, and it's never an issue. So I agree with that. But this video, mm-mm. when I watched this video, I just had this one video clip running in my mind. Let me just like play it for you real quick. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. That, wrong. That, was, that was the Charlie Murphy. That was the Charlie Murphy. Wrong, wrong. Wrong. Like, wrong. wrong. <laughs> Dude. That was, that was awful. Like, when the little boy was like, Mommy, did she just get fucked? I was like, oh, nah. That's just in bad taste. You know, it, it's a way to do everything, and she she failed miserably. Well, yeah, <laughs> I ain't gonna say that's really all her too, because Funny Air dies the one that did the satire. Uh, true, so true. you know, I just think they exploited. I don't think she saw what they were the, trying to do. What they were trying to do, and and she probably thought it was cute and it was gonna help generate more, more people, people for the wall, but it's all for the wrong reason. So I I, I, I can't wait to see what happens in October. When they do it, we'll see. Because also October is Domestic Violence Month, and you got your breast cancer. Mm. Oh, uh, a lot yeah, of those walks out. Yeah, so oh. it, it, we gonna see how to how to slut walk goes go go strut. So why it's got to be called a slut walk? See, that's the other thing that's bothering. I'm just like, you couldn't be another name for this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't, especially after like they did those dresses, her in Black China, and her assistance with. The labels they've been called, mm-hmm. they've been called. And then she was just saying because people have been called sluts and whores and and uh, bitches and, and and gold diggers and stuff that they're just taking these labels and not taking them into themselves, but they're going to just you know take it and turn it to something positive. I don't know how you can turn a hoe into something positive, <laughs> but congratulations and good luck on that. You 
call me a hoe, I'm going to whoop your ass. I'm going to on you. Fine. I'm fine on you because that Five. ain't no compliment to me. Put them paws on you. Them scrappy paws. Joe. Them damn Ian Christopher Jeffers paws. Damn. <laughs> Hey. We are really on one today, hey. boy. <laughs> oh. Woo, boy. Yeah, on got, one. Shout out to my nigga E. Big Reese. But I think that's the Joe. You got any thoughts? Cause... Are you still looking at the twerk videos? I, I, I moved off, so. <laughs> Kind of like this segment. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, yeah, we all kind of on 10 today, so. <laughs> but, but it's going to be five when it's finished. <laughs> For sure. All right. Well, I guess we can take it to a break. And when we come back, it's the Pop Tunes. segment this is the pop tune segment my favorite time of the show where we get to learn what's hot in the streets um again i barely get a chance to keep up with any of the latest music so i follow these guys so i can find out what's hot so again if you want to keep up with what's hot in the streets i'll let your girl bridget at bgrs on twitter <laughs> i'll let your girl nisha at beige supreme and your boy joel at boomer four five six eight all right, and I'm your boy Ted. Don't follow me for music, but you can just follow me if you want to. I'm Eclectic1914. Um, and my song for the week is uh, Sharon Bryant's Foolish Heart. Um, how I came up with this song. So I went to Honey Bake Ham uh, Thursday to go grab something to eat <clears> on, <throat> on lunch break. <clears throat> and so I go in and I hear this song. It's real faint in the background, but I'm trying to order my food and I hear it. So the girls asked me what I want on my sandwich. And I was like, hold up, hold up, be quiet. And she was like, what? Like She really gave me the look like, did this nigga just tell me to be quiet? I was like, I'm sorry, just hold on one second. So I was listening to it, but <laughs> the song the song playing in the background was Foolish Heart. 
but it was the original of Foolish Heart by Steve Perry oh, um, from back in 84. And it immediately made me think of the remake by Sharon Bryan. And so I was sitting there talking to the girl. I was like, shit, who did the remake? So, you know, I had to use my Googles <laughs> and I found out it was Sharon Bryan. And before I left, uh, before I left Honey Baked Ham, I had purchased it on iTunes. So my song for this week is Foolish Heart by Sharon Bryan. <laughs> Taking it way back. Up next, I think we got Nisha. <laughs> I'm just so tickled you told that girl to be quiet. She probably <laughs> was fat. Put my finger on her lips. She be, quiet, like, like, be quiet, boo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my nigga. <laughs> oh, Lord. oh my goodness. No. Um, but so my uh, song is not necessarily new, but it's uh in the last couple of years, and I chose uh Schoolboy Q. Uh, featuring Kendrick Lamar with Kyle Greens. And I chose this song because this song gets me hype as hell. It has actually taken the place of the long-running Be- uh, Beastie Boys Power of Beer because that song gets me hype for life. Like, if I'm ever, like, in a bad mood or, like, a messed up mood and I need to, like, just, like, pep myself up, I used to always listen to the Beastie Boys. And uh, this <laughs> Niggas go niggas. Anyway. Yeah, let's go ahead and move on, Bridget. <laughs> yeah, uh, Collard Green. Oh, okay. Schoolboy Q featuring Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Yes, I did. Okay. I wouldn't be going to talk no more. Come through. He, man, Cam. <laughs> we might as well just put him on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the name of my song uh, is... Damn, what's the name of my song? Okay, Treat Me Like Fire by uh, Lion Babe, which is from the self-titled EP. Um, it came out in 2014, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they've had a lot, they released a whole lot of music, but since then, but I forgot how I got introduced to them. Um, you probably heard one of their songs, um, Jump, I said Jump High, mm-hmm. um, NBA, um, used to use it on ESPN a lot, but the, the singer is actually Vanessa Williams' daughter. Um, too bad I don't know the singer name, my bad. I used to use my Googles. (laughs) Yeah, we just want to say Vanessa Williams' daughter. But yeah, it's straight. I I like the song. It's 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 real chill. Um, it's it's kind of sassy to me, which is my personality. I'm a little sassy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, yeah, check it out. So we'll swing it over to Joe, which I think he got the jam of the week for real. (laughs) Well, that's only because one one of my songs. we can always find on YouTube. 
And uh, yeah, the one y'all said, that shit sucks. So. <laughs> no, we uh, just don't like it. We were trying to. It was like it, it was like Wizard of Oz. Like I'm I'm sitting up there trying to get get a heart, and you like no. No, how about you just tell the people what you were gonna choose? And no, we're we gonna. Well, I'm a, the one, the song, the song. We ain't gonna go because the song that I, that was only on YouTube. Maybe we can kick that on a on a later one. So yeah, and right. the other one, I don't. I'm not. And the other song, I'm not a fan of the artist, but I just like the song. But this song that I did pick is actually appropriate because the summer's ending, and. You know, like like my like my cousin tells me, you know, when in doubt, I always go with three six. So, mm. so the song that I pick is uh, by Three Six Mafia. It's one of their their older songs. Uh, it's, it's the summer, and the summer is one of those songs that you know it's the chill, laid back. You know, riding down town, go by the river, hit you know cruise, cruise around, walk on Beale. You know, it's it's the chill song. So. Uh, since summer's about to end, you know, like you said, when in doubt, go with three six. So, so, uh, so that's what we're doing today. And Pete, that you said three six and not triple six, so I know you are a true Memphian because <laughs> everybody still refers to them, refers to them as three six and not triple six. Wait a minute, hold on. You nah. got that backwards. Damn, I got it wrong. Well, what you said? Never mind. Scratch all of it. I fucked that up. <laughs> 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 <Trippy>. <laughs> but yeah, you can check us out. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Just search for the EPB. I'm not finna spell this shit, but just search for the EPB podcast. Um, we're on Facebook, like our Facebook page for updates. We got an EPB uh, Spotify playlist on, um, well, yeah, on Spotify. So all the songs that we pick are on there, even our guests which we will have another one next week. Well, y'all have to wait and see for that. Um, yep, yep. But even our guests will also uh, possibly pick a song. So um, I think we're up to 30 songs now, 31. I don't know. Do the math, shit. It's a lot. But yeah, pick. A, just check us out. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, this has been so much fun. As you can see, we've been on one today, but really, this has been a lot of fun. We have really enjoyed this. So, all right, and we'll see y'all on the next podcast. Peace out. All right.
Let's get it nice like this. I'm a night like this. Sword in my hand, I fight like this. And I'm more than a man, I'm a god. Bitch, touche, on god. Toupee trap and a two just pop out of that tank top and bra. And when I say do, 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 bitch, that BK does. She wants some more of this. I give her more of this. I order this. In fact, I know she missed the way I floored this. I'm focused. I know my Houston partners drop a four. This is focus and slow it down, down. All right, let me blow this bitch. I'm famous. I blame this on you. Cash in the fur, I hang. Get my penthouse roof. Skyline the clearest. Watch it, your optics. Popping out, you look the weirdest. Pop my top on the 105. Head with no power steering. Ah. Oh, oh. Luxury. Chitty ching ching. Could buy anything. Cop that. Oh, oh. Color greens. Three degrees low. Make it half of me. Drop that. Oh, oh. Be 
my fragrance Me, love, marijuana, function, on fire Burn the roof off this month of psych, what is ballin' Go crazy like no other weed, steady blowin' Pass the boy to my mama, runs in the family But puff, keep a nigga fiendin' uh, Faded, 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 ride shot Glass, super size, she gon' get some dick tonight Meet me at the W and know it's not the west side Stick it up, it's outside Spin that on my daughter's shoes Smoking weed and drinking All the college students loving you We gon' turn it out Until the neighbors wanna party too Oh, oh, luxury Chitty ching ching Could buy anything Cop that oh, oh Collard greens Three degrees low Make it hot for me Drop that oh, oh, oh Damn, yeah, shit, ching, shit Stop this, yeah, yeah With the shit, ay, oh, oh
the three six mafia lounging in the studio finna get y'all a little demonstration of how we kick it here in the m town finna drop it something like this Memphis, them players be kinda like laid back In some clean ass rides, runs in the sack Go blowing the pack, hitting the park at about three Sometimes a little later, the last day of the week And it couldn't get any greater They're leaving the park and hitting that South Park strip Ride the South Gate skating ring later on at night We in the lot, booming our underground rap Test falling juicy part two, and for another one They just couldn't wait we back at the crib, sweating in the little room. W30s, SB12, and NPCs we use. Straight from the full track to a simple cassette. They still will press them up. Now it's time to hit the stereo stuff to collect. We at the club, Friends and Saturday special requests made. Me and Juice might hit the table, scoop the scarecrow, rock the stage. They get so bunked that some fools always gotta start a fight. They usually made us close up early that night. In the summer, in the summer. That's in the red, theming for a homicide Some tango rake, grandma yay, mixed with little seeds That's how we always did it since I was a trouble kid But we don't stop cause our heart is pumping blue like thunder No man up in the trauma, heat is frozen summer Some of the scarecrow won't stop ceremonies till the sun sets me ease Until the night fall breeze Rise up to the darkness, listen close to noises in the streets Grab my OZ up in Indonesia, six feeling blunt Don't want me black hacky slacks and me black t-shirts And my automatic gat in case I had to dig a plot of dirt Then hip all up on this home, tell him to bring his slow ass on So we can hit the honeycomb before the gun just gone The summer
So that's how it is. The three six mop in the house for the nine five. Straight from the M town, the juice. DJ Paul, Lord Infamous, the Scarecrow, the Kustanika, and Crunchy Black. We out.